welcome to Overexerted, a Lorcana podcast brought to you by Two Tired Dads. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Charles. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts. So sit back and relax as we crack some packs, discuss the latest news, and read some cards. Now, Ben, you didn't think we had any news for this week, is that right? Yeah, no, not that I could think of. Just a bunch of card reveals. Sir, sir. Disney Lorcana, Team Lorcana, finally went to Twitter and told us some stuff. Oh, yes. Completely forgot about this. So, we'll go through these tweets. Or posts. They're no longer tweets. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Their first one is Disney Lorcana TCG fans. We have some exciting news to share. First of all, the October Booster Pack restock will begin to roll out at local game stores in North America starting next week. Which is this week that we're currently recording. Yeah, I will say this was posted five days ago as we record. Haven't heard a ton of good news from any local game stores. I've heard of other people saying some of their local stores got a restock on Friday. Um, But it seems like maybe it's just still a little too early. Maybe it's more of an early November restock than a late October. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, considering so my, all it could hmm? be, well, considering all it could be technically is tomorrow. And if it's not tomorrow, then it's not an October restock. It's a November restock. Well, it depends how you look at it. If they restocked the distributor in October and it took the distributor time to get it out to a local game store, you know, I'll count it. I'll count it. Hopefully, we see a lot more cards hitting the market. I haven't seen it yet, but we'll give it a couple, uh, you know, another week or so here. The next thing they uh, tweeted out was the reprint of the first chapter boosters and starters has moved up and will begin shipping mid-November in North America. We hope that this reprint quantity will make the game more readily available. Our goal is for fans to have no difficulty finding product to get started. Now, I think it's great that they're coming out and saying their goal is to make sure that you can buy product without having any problem. And I think it is implied at MSRP. That would be absolutely lovely. Now they say we hope, which leads me to believe that it very well may fall short. (laughs) What gives you that impression? We'll see. It looks like this should start rolling out with the uh, early access, you know, the LGS release of the uh, Rise of the Floodborne, or maybe just after. So we'll have to wait a couple weeks and see how that goes. Now, the next thing they tweeted out is next, we want to announce this starting in quarter two, 2024. We will have both official fan events and an official competitive circuit. Fan events will be a way for Disney fans to come together to share their love of Disney Larkana, even if they might not necessarily play the game. Now, this is the kind of news that I think everybody's been waiting for, regardless of which side you fall on. Whether you're just a collector fan or you want a more competitive official scene, uh, we're both getting what we want. Yeah, I think that's really nice that they decided not to just go one way or the other. They decided to just throw both in there and kind of make everybody happy. 
yeah, this is huge news. Can't wait to get some actual details. But very good. This is happening very soon. Less than, well, let's see, quarter two would start in March through June. So, I mean, less than six months, these should be starting. The next thing they tweeted was competitive events will be the premier place for Disney Lurkana TCG players to prove themselves. You can also expect exclusives for each of these types of events, and we will share more details in January 2024. Perfect. I just said I wanted more details. Now I know I don't have to wait till quarter two. We'll get details in January. That'll be Disney Lacana's present to me. <laughs> <laughs> a little late, you know. I mean, after Christmas. Well, my birthday's in January, so. Oh. Counts. It counts. Well, look at that. I didn't even know that we had birthdays in the uh, within like a month away. Oh, I'm February. February. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe that's why we get along so well. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> While we have tournament guidelines and other policies live on the official Disney Lorcana site, we will provide regular updates as we align globally and take in feedback from our players to make competitive play the best experience we can. Okay, makes sense. No, nothing earth shattering there. Mm-hmm. Lastly, we've recently announced a change to convention promos. Going forward, convention promos will no longer have the logo of the convention on them, but there will be three new cards available for each set with a promo icon in the rarity spot. Nice. Perfect. So we're getting just more generic uh, event promos, you know, separate from the organized play promos that they send out to everybody. There's still special promos. There is something slightly different about them, though. Come on. We're getting there. (laughs) These cards have slight differences to the foil pattern compared to the cards found in booster packs. When we are attending conventions in any region, we will announce how you can obtain promo cards. You might even be able to get all three at one event. Ooh. Hopefully it's an event on the West Coast. It'd be nice to see something over here for once. It's coming. You know, we're going to get something. I believe. I believe. Hopefully this means that promos will be a little more obtainable um, and not go for, you know, $200 a piece. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous when you see a promo uh, Mickey Mouse Musketeer going for so much money. And then you see the same thing in Germany and it's like. Well, that'd be nice, but I don't know about you. I don't have like a spare 20 grand to be flying around just to get promo cards. Yeah. Now, I mean, honestly, to me, I'm not bothered by expensive promos because you don't need those to play the game. Like if you're a collector, there's a Halo product that you may want to choose to collect. Or you could also just say, as a collector, I don't care about collecting those promos. Like that is your choice. Absolutely fair. But I do think a lot of people do like getting promos and making them more accessible is probably for the best. Lastly, they said, thank you for all your feedback and excitement surrounding Disney Lorcana TCG. We want this to be a thriving community for years to come and can't wait to kick off more official events soon. There we go. Good on them. Now they were asked by Capping Coca Punch. 
are there going to be enough to actually get them? Because scalpers immediately bought the entire stock and upcharged insane prices. They did actually reply to that. They said, we will continue to make adjustments until we resolve availability issues, but our goal is to make the product readily available. I think very nice of them to actually directly reply to that comment. Mm-hmm. And just kind of acknowledging without saying it themselves they're acknowledging the scalper prices the elevated market prices and saying that's not what they want for the game no and i think that their intentions are going to be perfect because i what i personally believe they're going to aim to do is flood the market as much as they can not make any differences on any of these cards especially the reprints they're just going to keep coming and keep coming and keep coming until you get sick of them and people stop buying them and what's going to happen is if all these scalpers just keep buying them they're going to be sitting on a bunch of stock so enjoy your stock scalpers and uh, we'll enjoy all our cards that we can get at msrp or you know from our local uh, game stores Mm-hmm. and it'll be great for everyone for the stores that charge market price, market price will come down to be more in line with MSRP. So people won't have to be mad at those stores anymore. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand why stores do charge market price because a lot of the other card games don't even have MSRPs. Um, so I'm not dogging anybody here, but mm-hmm. I've also learned a lot recently looking into like the magic scene right now, just horrible where wizards dumps product on Amazon below distributor pricing, like straddling local game stores with product they can't sell Mm -hmm. like above their cost. So, you know, it's a, it's a tough business. I don't, uh, you know, three months ago, I was like, man, it'd be awesome to own a game store. I no longer want to own a game store. I'm not interested. Oh, just make it easy. Just own a Lorcana game store. No, no magic. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a very profitable venture. Nope, not if you're not getting enough cards constantly. Yeah, I don't think a uh, store can survive on 24 boxes every three months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As somebody else asked, will there be a noticeable difference between the first print run and second print run? For example, will there be a wave two stamp on the reprints of chapter one? Now, I remember you wanting something like this. I did, but I wanted it if it was a reprint that came next year. Well, the fact that it's still coming this year, I'm like, ah, whatever. Well, it probably will be coming next year as well, because as they've addressed, they will continue to print into oblivion. Quote, we will continue to make adjustments until we resolve availability issues. Mm-hmm. So unless this November reprint resolves availability issues, which my guess is it will not, um, there will probably be another wave uh, in Q1 at some point. I do think, though, that having the little mark to like, I don't know how you would do that. Would you put it one R for reprint? Because you can't do like two for wave two because, oh, that's the second chapter. You can't really do that. You just put a big W2 in the corner of the artwork, <laughs> like the Pokemon Halloween cards have the little Pikachu oh, stamp. Perfect. Just absolutely yeah. ruin it, you know? 
Yeah, exactly. Just make it real clear. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they said no mark for reprint. Certain cards will have errata fixes, but otherwise no distinguishing mark. Okay, which so is then interesting. That means cards that don't have that fix will actually be worth more in the future. Uh actually. Um, actually. Um, actually, he says um, as he he tips his fedora. Um, actually, I have <laughs> noticed at least one card already spiking in value. Which card is that? Um, and actually, I've only noticed one. There may be others. Uh, it's Befuddle. Oh, good, because I have quite a few of those. Yeah, it's only the foil that's spiking oh, good, in price. Because I do have a couple foil Befuddles. What's going to be changing about that? Uh, well, I imagine they're going to add the word chosen, return chosen character or item with cost two or less to the player's hand mm. to make it more clear how it interacts with Ward. Mm. Um, I've constantly complained that it should be worded more like that. Yep, I could agree with that. But if we look at sales, it was a two, three, four dollar foil. Mm-hmm. And then skyrocketed to twenty. I noticed that as well. Somebody brought that up the other day, and I said I will gladly sell my three or four foil befuddles that I have currently sitting here. But now I'm thinking, do I get those graded and hold on to them for the rest of my life? Yeah, Mister, I'm gonna get things graded. You haven't gotten anything graded. Yeah, why do you send like three things to get graded? Send them all. Bankrupt uh, yourself. On a high, somebody bought a befuddle for. A foil befuddle for twenty eight seventy eight US. What? Yeah, I was like peak buy it up craze. Now the most recent sales have been around more the eight to twelve. Um, but you know that's only two. There was a couple before that so that sold for about twenty bucks each. So kind of crazy. Uh, apparently somebody got word that befuddle is getting errated. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see what other cards get slight errata and if that affects the value of the original ones. Well, I'm just going to put it out there right now. If um if there's somebody out there that's wanting to trade a Mickey Mouse Brave Little Taylor for my foil befuddle, <laughs> I'm actually losing money on that. I'm willing to take that. I'll, you know what? If you want to make it more even, let's do Beast Wolfsbane and Mickey Mouse Brave Little Taylor or or even a John Silver for my foil befuddle. Just hit me up any day of the week. I will gladly trade all of them away except for one. How many do you have? I only have two. I think I have four. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. I pull them quite often. Now that about, oh no, that doesn't even wrap it up. But wait, there's more. Yes. Because when they revealed the three basal cards, um, is it basal? Basil? Basil. Basil of Baker Street. Basile, okay. No, it's Basil. <laughs> Don't you do another Gontu to me. Or not a Gontu, <laughs> a Jumba Jakiba. Yeah, I still uh, hear you say Jumba, and it, oh, it curls me. <laughs> okay, so after the flood, it became apparent that powerful items had gone missing. Basil glimmers, especially the newest Floodborne, were determined to figure this out gathering clues and exploring the realm of Lorcana. One concern, did they fall into the wrong hands? 
I absolutely love this. I love that we're just finally getting just a little bit of story. Just give us some tidbits here and there. Give us a little something. I want I want more, but I'm just happy to have anything. Oh, so, have you not seen the other ones? The one about uh, Minnie Mouse and Donald when they were doing the deep sea dive? Well, that one was less interesting. I'll read it. What started as a carefree diving adventure in Lorcana soon turned into much more. Their Illumineer companion had asked them to stick together, but when Donald Duck turned his head for a moment, Minnie Mouse disappeared. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the other new one is the bell. Belle was so wrapped up in a book she hadn't even noticed the destructive flood roaring through the great illuminary. What was so interesting about this particular book? Now hold on, I was getting there. I'm going in it's I'm I'm going in a chronological order here, okay? I did miss <laughs> the Minnie Mouse one, but I didn't find that one particularly interesting, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean in the Donald Duck artwork, I can see that Minnie Mouse is in the background. And then he says, he says in the flavor text, you go ahead. I'm going to go look for some lore. So lore is an item that is just there in the, uh, the world of Lorcana, I guess. Well, I don't know that it's confirmed that it's an item, but the characters are looking for it. They're, Mm -hmm. which I mean, we kind of know, right? They quest for it. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't find that one as interesting, but the this sets up a villain did there's items that we're looking for and i don't think basil is just looking for lore right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean he does progressively have more lore on his cards there but what are these items they're talking about i don't think the items are lore powerful items had gone missing what kind of items are we talking about are these the little circle things that we've seen in the artwork of some cards before um the mickey mouse detective little purple thingamajig seaweed whatever people want to call it is that you know who knows uh and the idea of did they fall into the wrong hands we have a villain coming a villain in the story. I love that. Love that. So I want to see more. Give us more story. Uh, even though I'm more of like a mechanic, you know, just want to play the game and just want to win games. I do enjoy the story as well. Now, as for the bell, as you, you already read it, but um, <laughs> we have the to. destructive flood roaring. Through the Great Illuminary. Oh, and the, both of these are kind of the first time that uh, they've mentioned the flood, right? Mm-hmm. So it was after the flood. The spell card is like kind of during the flood, right? The flood is going on. Uh, <laughs> what's so interesting about the particular book? I would think it's a book of lore. But she only has one lore, although but her ability is she could get plus two lore. So we'll get into that. Uh, with that, I think we should get into the cards. I'm excited to get some story pieces. Give us more. I hope that, you know, I, we they can go full wizards on us, right? Like Magic used to get full novels. I'm not going to lie. The story. 
I would read full novels and I don't I don't read that much. I basically right now I'm just reading the cards. I've got like a stack of books that I still need to get through. And if they gave me those novels, oh, that'd be top of the list. I'd be reading them at work. I'm not going to lie. I would not read the novels, but I would watch content explaining the novels. You heard it here first. Charles is leaving it up to me to make content on explaining the novels. (laughs) Or, you know, or any of the other great, fantastic YouTube creators. Hey, if they if they make novels and uh, you're not into reading them, I'm not saying I'm going to replace you, but I'll find another host that we can add on to the uh, Lorcana, the uh, overexerted family. And we'll do just the novel explanations. And then he's you and always I can do... trying to replace me. Well, I'm not why... trying to replace you. I'm trying to grow the family. Let's make the family bigger. Why can't you explain the chapter and I could ask questions? Oh, I like that, actually. Um, I doubt we're getting novels anytime soon, but yeah. it would be interesting. Even a cartoon. Yeah. Give us like a little book? show. A little, or a little show little up comic? on Disney Plus, you know? Um, we're not getting the show. Come on, now. yeah. That now that about does it for the Lorcana Twitter news. Now they have also dropped an absolute ton of cards for us to talk about. Indeed, this is going to be quite the flood of cards. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> So bad. So good. Now I propose that instead of just rattling these off, um, and while we certainly cannot rate all of these, we will give quick quips and opinions about them as we go. First is Daisy Duck Secret Agent. She's an emerald, four ink, inkable, two strength, three willpower, two lore. And her ability is Thwart. Whenever this character quests, each opponent chooses and discards a card. Love, I love this whole Emerald discard thing going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Leave you with nothing in your hand. Just top decking for the rest of the game. Really love the Great Illuminary Lantern, too. Next, we got the biggest boy we've seen yet. Oh, he's Goofy. chunky. Night for a day. 10 strength, 10 willpower, 4 lore for 9 ink, and he's inkable. And that's it. No abilities. I kind of love that he's knight for just a day. Just a day. Uh, because without ward, this this is attracting any removal card your opponent has. He is not going to stay on the board for very long, I don't think. Oh, no. Of course. It's going to be, uh, like I said to somebody else... If I see you play Goofy Knight for a day, I'm immediately dropping my Maleficent Dragon. In the off chance that you land this card and your opponent doesn't have a removal answer for it, boy, that's a big impact. Yep. Next card we got is the Queen of Hearts Quick Tempered. Two cost, uninkable, emerald. Oh, Goofy was steel, by the way. I don't think I said that. Um, Two cost, uninkable, emerald. One strength, two willpower, two lore, with the ability Royal Rage. When you play this character, deal one damage to chosen damage to opposing character. I'm so-so on that. 
I I just don't really see you know as an uninkable. Yeah. What What do you mean you don't like the queen? You don't like the stampede card just in queen form? Uh, well, it cuts <laughs> the damage from two to one. Yep. Yeah. No. No, not for uh, me either. I've, I think they could have made that card inkable. Next, we have Grand Poppy, the oldest and wisest. This is a rough translation here. Uh, he is a seven cost, uninkable, with three strength, six willpower, and three lore. And his ability is ancient knowledge. Whenever you remove one or more damage from one of your characters, you may gain two lore. Interesting. I like that. You know, we think of Amber as the more healing ink, uh, but we have some, but that's not strictly true. We had Coconut Basket in the first chapter, mm-hmm. um, and Jasmine, Queen of mm-hmm. Agrabah, also heals. And so now you can get lore for healing, which is my, awesome. My thought is, do you mix this in with Amber and just constantly sit there healing? Well, but the problem is, Where's the big chunky characters that are going to take all the damage before somebody just tries to start swinging at you heavy and wiping them all out so that you can't be healing yourself constantly? Well, they're in Sapphire. Sapphire's characters all have big butts, and Amber (laughs) has uh, a lot of uh, big butt characters as well. Oh, so you are looking at the art. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, next character we have is Lucifer. A five cost uninkable emerald with two strength, two willpower, and two lore. And the ability Mouse Hunter. When you play this character, each opponent chooses and discards either two cards or one action card. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's not too too bad. Being that this is a five cost, you, you know. This could be the thing that kind of empties out the rest of your opponent's hand. Mm-hmm. Hopefully their hand isn't already empty. That'd be pretty disappointing. I mean, <laughs> getting a two strength, two willpower character for five is pretty underwhelming. Yep. So I don't know. And uninkable, I don't know. It's a, it's kind of tough to get behind two lore. I mean, you got better cards for more lore for five cost. You still got your Mad Hatters and stuff like that out there. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're doing it for the ability, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, we got Lumiere. <laughs> Lumiere? I don't know. Uh, uh, seven cost, inkable, ruby character with seven strength, seven willpower, and seven lore. No, just kidding. It's two lore. Oh, um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't even count catch that when you said seven seven. I was like, yep, yep, that's right. <laughs> the seven seven for seven with two lore. You know, I think your seven cost characters should have some sort of ability. Yeah. Doesn't impress game. me much. hmm Easy there, Shania. The next one we have is a zip, which should be actually chip in English, I believe. Yes, it is chip. Uh, one cost, inkable, two two for one lore and amethyst. This is exactly Archimedes, but it's storyborn instead of dreamborn, 
is the only difference. They're both allies. Um, so it's interesting to see almost a functional reprint. We don't have any cards currently the reference Storyborn versus Dreamborn. So it's, you know, an identical card, essentially. Well, between you, me, and the fans, if I'm going to play Archimedes, I'm throwing Chip in Archimedes' spot. So, just going to say it, better character. Wow, I thought you were a Sword in the Stone fan. I am a Sword in the Stone fan. No, that's not what a Sword in the Stone fan would say. Yeah, a Sword in the Stone fan only has to like Merlin and uh, uh king arthur archimedes is a pretty awesome character i didn't watch the whole movie but i got part way in before my son got distracted <laughs> and archimedes was pretty awesome the old grumpy owl yeah who doesn't love a grumpy owl <laughs> the next card we got is cruella Deville, something collector she is a two cost inkable three strength two willpower one lore uh sapphire character and her ability is during your turn she gains evasive she's rolling in the car she's ready to run over pongo i was gonna say cruising collector but yeah it's interesting that um her and pongo swing into each other to i wasn't looking at a translation okay i'm going i was going (laughs) off my head here no no i was just guessing i i did look at the translation but i think it's actually going to be cruising collector not collecting cruise collection or something like that anyways it's uh interesting to me that pongo and her swing into each other to banish each other yeah i feel like she should have one more willpower to prevent that because why would running over a dog <laughs> no you know, take she's you out as well over. what if she's j- what if he's she's, jumping into the car and attacking her? She's driving a car to take out an evasive character. <laughs> she's clearly running the dog over. I mean, this could not be more clear. It's not even the most brutal flavor card we've seen so far this set. I will say one thing that I love is the uh, the flavor text in French. The, uh, ne c'est pas magnifique, ma chérie. Mm. What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> well you need to take french i can't i can't explain it it's too fan fantastical all right whatever whatever <laughs> the sword and the anvil which i'm confused why is the sword and the anvil instead of the stone um but nevertheless it is a one cost uninkable ruby item with the ability exert and pay to ink chosen character gains plus one strength per damage on character this turn so you got three damage you get plus three strength i don't know uh you know ruby's kind of got this thing going on this set where they care about how much damage a character has you've got the sack to draw item and now we've got this pump uh not very impressed though yeah, my thing is, like, Ruby doesn't have a lot of, like, you got Lumiere, who's a 7-7, but, like, you don't have a ton of characters that take a ton of damage. Like, you got Maleficent. She already swings for nine. Why do you need more? 
What, what are you going to put it on Aladdin who has like two damage on him? Bump him up to a seven? You're not going to use that. Isn't Maleficent a seven five? Am I tripping? Maybe I'm wrong. Not that seven's not enough, anyways. Right. But I'm like, but it's not. Yeah, definitely seven five. Um, I, for some reason I thought nine seven. Who I don't know who I'm thinking of. Nobody. Hmm. <laughs> Nobody. Um, you just decided to pump up Maleficent for no reason. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, she deserves it. She's she's a good card. <laughs> yeah, it's just too situational. I'm not in love with it. Move, moving on. Moving on. The Enchantress. Two cost, Inkle Bull, Emerald character with one strength, one willpower, and two lore. And the ability, true appearance, whenever this character is challenged, this character gets plus two strength. Eh, you know, for two, essentially, you're never going to challenge with it. You don't care about that. So essentially, a three one with two lore for two. And the sinkable, I'm actually into that. I think that's good. You're going to have a hard time, like, making a great trade into it. Like, your best case scenario is that you trade a one-cost character into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll certainly take out, like, even a 1-3, it's going to also take out. Uh, and then you got two lore for questing with it. So, yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. Next, we have Cobra Bubbles, a seven cost, inkable, five strength, nine willpower, amber character with two lore, no ability, just a story born ally. Pretty cool. I like the artwork. I don't think you'll see a lot of play. He is a very big butt character Mm -hmm. uh, with the nine willpower there. Now, this one was actually very interesting. Really? Um, I know that you. I can't see the uh, translation right now. No. However, on the, the translation. Lore translation? Or I mean, not the lore, but the flavor text? Or what? Yeah, the flavor text. Uh, it actually says so if I understand correctly, your magic grimoire was washed away by a flood of magic ink. Oh, so he's investigating. Yeah. Quite interesting, interesting too. It seems like a lot more of these cards are actually hinting at what's going on around them. Good, 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 good. We wanted mm-hmm. more story. And I think we're still only getting a taste this chapter. And I think hopefully the third chapter will really dive into giving us some story. Yeah, definitely only um, like a, a small taste. We're not getting a flood of information. Now, next is Mulan Reflecting. Four strength, or not four strength, four cost, inkable, amber character, with three strength, three willpower, and two lore. She's a floodborn, so she's got shift two, and she's got honor to the ancestors. Whenever this character quests, you may reveal the top card of your deck. If it's a song card, you may play it for free. Otherwise, put it on top of your deck. I don't think this is awesome right away, but as we get more songs... Uh, you know, this is a card that could definitely go up in value. Yeah, people uh, were saying that Reflection goes up in value with this as well. Well, Reflection couldn't exactly go down in value. So, 
true. Uh, but I, I don't think it really does because it's not like there's a bunch of, at least yet, a bunch of great Amethyst songs to go with Mulan. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we have the best song in the game, Friends on the Other Side. Um, but outside of that, like, there's no big powerful effects in either Ink's song package. So I think it's currently a little underwhelming, but it only has room to grow. I mean, I like it in the Steel Amber uh, Steel song deck. Yeah, the chance to play Grab Your Swords or, I mean, if you're not ready for a whole new world, like if it's not the time that oh, you yeah. want to, that could be bad. <laughs> I mean, at the, at the same time, it says if it's a song card, you may play it for free. It doesn't say you have to. That's true. That's true. It's got that may right there. And then it says otherwise put it back on the top of your deck. So that's true. right there. Now you know what you're drawing, too. Yeah, but you've telegraphed it to your opponent, too. So hundred percent, hundred percent. Next card we have is Pinocchio Star Attraction, a two cost uninkable amethyst character with one strength one willpower and three lore and no ability got uh, quite a number of vanilla characters mm-hmm. um cool artwork i like the little pinocchio on stage the next card we have is prince naveen a three cost inkable steel character with four strength three willpower and one lore meh pretty meh on that I, I like wonder that, if uh, good. I like I like that his his like uh, what did you call that subtext is uh, <laughs> Prince Naveen penniless prince, but I I like that the German version is Mitteloza Prince. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably where the word loser comes from. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I you know s- somebody said. It seems like they're thinking about limited in the way that they're designing these sets. And I'm not sure. It really feels like limited was kind of an afterthought. Limited being either sealed or draft. Mm, Uh, But this does seem like a card, like having the chip that two, two for one, even though we already have that in the previous set Mm kind of leans into that idea. And I think this does as well. You know, it's such a kind of just plain Jane common, but that's okay. You know, um, the next card we have is weird signs. I think it's called, uh, I should look at your translation that you've printed here. It says confusing signs, but oh, confusing also, signs. who knows if it's the right translation. It's a two costs amethyst item. And it says, uh, also uninkable, to Wonderland, banish this item, return chosen character of yours to your hand. I mean, it's an interesting way to get a card back in your hand. We have uh, plenty of actions that do it, but now we've got it in item form as well. Mm -hmm. I don't expect this to be a particularly popular option. But who knows? Uh, I'm just going to say probably not one of the better rare cards in Amethyst. Probably not. If I pull Pinocchio over this, I'll be happy. 
Now, the next card we have is Basile of Baker, uh, Basil of Baker Street. <laughs> A two cost inkable, two strength, two willpower sapphire character with support. And it's kind of meh, you know. Um, not the worst, but is he better than uh, Philatides? I don't think so. I think I like the three one stat line better, mm, especially Although, with support. Is Phil two cost though, or is he three now? Oh, you know what? I just dropped one on the floor. It's a two cost. It is two. Okay, that's what I thought. So yeah, I like Phil better. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh we have Basil Perceptive Investigator, a four cost inkable sapphire with three strength, four willpower, and two lore, no ability at all. And then a six cost inkable Basil Great Mouse Detective with three strength, four willpower, three lore, and shift five, a floodborne version. And he says, there's always a chance. If you use shift to play this character, you may draw two cards when he enters play. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know. Personally, I think it's a neat idea, but at the same time, if you don't shift it, then it's not that great for six. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. The next card we have is Queen of Hearts, a Moody Monarch, a Steel, seven cost, inkable with five strength, six willpower, and one lore, and the ability off with your head. Whenever an opposing character is banished, you may ready this character. Hmm. Hmm. It's like, eh. I mean, it reminds me a lot of the new Scar, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but Scar has to do the banishing and she doesn't she also doesn't have any stipulation about not being able to quest Scar does yeah she's also inkable for the same cost but with one less lore and then the strength and willpower flip I think I like her more than the scar. But I don't know that I love either. I can see that. I was kind of thinking like uh, you play this and if you throw it in with that beast that we kind of came up with that. uh, That loop, the grab your swords loop. That you could even have her sing at one time and him quest and vice versa and. Yeah, if you're just if you're just printing grab your swords or pulling them out of your sleeve, I don't know where you're <laughs> supposedly getting all these copies of grab your swords in the middle of a game. Hey man, I played a game today and I had 3. And let me tell you, I lost that game because no one wants 3 grab your swords on turn 3. Mm, no, I suppose not. Not unless you have Ariel gifted singer out already or spectacular yep. singer. I believe I, always I do did. that. But I uh, I kind of mulliganed into two of the grab your swords, so bad feeling. It's Rapunzel gifted with healing, and I always say Ariel gifted singer, but she's spectacular. Ah, uh, yeah. 
Uh, the next card we have is Shia LaBeouf. He is a four-cost inkable. <laughs> it's Eli LaBeouf. Um, Big Daddy. A four-cost inkable, two-strength, five-willpower, two-lore. Uh, just generic character. Uh, mentor. Pretty lackluster there. Who wants to pay four for a two-five? Not really me. Then we have a three cost inkable emerald action called ring the bell and it says banish chosen damage character we've got miss mina a four cost uninkable sapphire character with one lore or one strength excuse me five willpower and two lore and the ability clean up whenever you play a floodborne character you may put the top card of your deck into your inkwell face down and exert it I believe Miss Mina is her name, I guess, in Germany, because her name in English is Mrs. Judson. Ah, got you. Got you. Um, yeah, I don't know how much you want to ramp. Like, you have to play this for four and then turn five, play a Floodborne character to ramp to, you know, six. Eh, it doesn't really sound that exciting to me. Um, then we have some actual English cards here. <laughs> Pinocchio, talkative puppet, a two cost uninkable amethyst character with one strength, one willpower, and one lore. His ability is when you play this character, you may exert an op exert chosen opposing character. So two for one, 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 and you get an exert character. I'm not super high on that yet either. Uh, just wait till the Pinocchio real boy comes out that he shifts into. Well, I mean, just it's just the problem is like it it fills a two cost slot, but it's not a card you really want to play on turn two because you want to play this when you already have a character to challenge with. Otherwise, why are you exerting the character? Like, see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And it's not inkable. I get, I get you. We've got Rapunzel, Gifted Artist, a five cost inkable, zero strength, six willpower. Is that our first zero strength? I don't think we, I think it is. I think we have another zero strength. Who we got? Oh, now you're going to make me look. I can't, remember off the, I can't remember off the top of my head. I know there's another zero strength. Um, Let's see. Uh, you keep going and I'll, I'll, tell you who it is okay 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 the next card we have oh and the rest of her is uh she's got shift three and she says let your power shine whenever you remove one or more damage from one of your characters you may draw a card now that's a bit interesting it's not to me as good as the original Rapunzel gifted healer. Oh, there we go. There's four of them. Four. Well, I'm way off base. Cheshire Cat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Okay. Facilier Charlatan, but he has Challenger too. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Jafar Keeper of Secrets, where he gets one strength for each card. It doesn't really hand. count, but yeah, okay. And Zeus, who also has Challenger 4. So yeah, really, it's okay. just Cheshire Cat. Yeah, it's like just never strength. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I know you're right. I was way off base. It's late, okay. <laughs> uh, but interesting, yeah. She can draw you cards, but she doesn't do the healing on her own, so you need another card in play. Um, but she can keep drawing you cards. So I, I'll take the gifted healer every day because it's just a whole thing in one package. She heals, and you can draw that many cards, up to three. But interesting, Rapunzel is apparently a draw card character, apparently. like That's her second one, that heals and draw cards. I guess that makes sense with the whole hair thing. Mm-hmm. Um, next card we have is Four Dozen Eggs for four cost. It's inkable. It's a song. And this is an interesting one. I know we kind of mentioned at one point, but there is no song called Four Dozen Eggs, right? No. This is just a moment from a song. Yeah, I believe this song is called Gaston. Yeah, it's blurry. You can't really tell. I guess Ooh. I guess yeah, I guess Gaston. you can. Song is called Gaston. See, now do you think this card is large? I think it's a normal size card. Oh, okay. Cause like when I was a lad I ate four dozen eggs every morning to help me get large. And now that I'm grown, I eat five dozen eggs. So I'm roughly the oh size of God, a large. Here he goes. He's quoting the... No. One. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Never mind. I'm out of here, guys. So I'm, I'm wondering, do we get a five dozen eggs card? Almost certainly not. Um, your characters gain resist to until the start of your next turn. I think that's an interesting ability. Um, But I think the more interesting part is the freedom that they've shown that they have to create songs out of just a moment in a song. So there'll be no shortage of song cards, guys. I was definitely worried about that when this game first came out. And then when Grab Your Swords came out and they said, no, the song doesn't have to be the title of the song. It can be a moment in the song. I was like, we have infinite number of cards now. Oh, is Grab Your Swords just a moment in a song as well? Yeah, it's called Kinda. the Mob Song. Uh, okay. Um, Gumbo Pot, a two-cost inkable item in Sapphire. The best I've ever tasted. Exert, remove one damage from up to two chosen characters. So it's kind of a pumped-up dingle hopper. Costs twice as much, but can heal twice as much damage. So if you combine that with the Grand Pabby we talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah, that's four lore. No, it's not. I don't remember it completely because it's uh, sitting in French here. Well, the Grand Pabby says whenever uh, you remove one or more from one of your characters. So that's removing Mm. it from two. That Ah. is a good point. I was thinking about the one or more part. But yeah, it would be from two different characters. I think you're right, actually. I'll give that to you. In four lore. lore, just for exerting an item part that stays on the field that yeah, costs well, you two ink. <laughs> yeah, well, and having Grand Pabby in play, which costs you seven, and two of your characters have to be damaged. There's some setup true. there. True, 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 true. Yeah. Bell Bookworm is the final card. Oh, thank God. Too much reading here. <laughs> I mean, not for Bell, but for me. Not for me uh, either. It was all you today. Three cost, uninkable. Emerald character with two strength, four willpower, and one lore. 
and her ability is use your imagination. While an opponent has no cards in their hand, this character gets plus two lore. So we're finally seeing an emerald card that has the benefit of actually having cleared out your opponent's hand. Mm-hmm. While also having all these other new emerald cards coming out that want you to clear out your opponent's hand. Yeah, yeah. We, we've seen that theme, but now you're getting uh, a reward on a character for having actually successfully done so. I love it. Yeah. No, it's a good time. Ooh, okay. Um, you know, I think it's time for a pack break, uh, but I must admit, I'm out of booster packs. You're out. I'm out of starter decks. I'm out of booster packs. I got nothing here, folks. Did you even open the two booster packs that you're supposed to send to me? <laughs> you know, honestly, nope. Or, I mean, yep. Or, ah, there we go. I don't, yeah, no, I don't have any booster packs. I don't have any booster packs to send you. I don't have any booster packs to open. I was anticipating some sort of restock by now. Some, just a something. And I've got nothing. I've got two packs left. Now, the question is, do I open one for me and one for you this episode? I think you better just open one pack and we'll talk about it. All right, just in case, you know, just what in case. They, what if we don't get any packs next week? <laughs> I've been told by my LGS, actually, that my booster boxes should be arriving this week. I guess yeah, I didn't touch well. on that earlier. Um, yeah, I've been told that uh, two to three booster boxes have my name on it at my LGS. Wow. Mm-hmm. Some of us can't even get two to three packs. Now, here's the tough part. And I've expressed this with coworkers and people at the league that I play with. Mm -hmm. I don't think I want three booster boxes. I think I want one and I'm done. Well, so buy one. So I think what I'm going to do, and I think this is the funnest way to do it. I am going to, I am going to, take all three but i'm gonna you know one of my co-workers said he wanted one also one of the listeners of the show said he wanted one so if the co-worker bails out you know it's up it's up for grabs to the listener um the other idea i had i'm obviously going to open the one box to try and fill out my collection but then i thought about splitting the box with three other people and doing a draft draft is fun so um, that might be an option. We've also talked about if we could all get our hands on a trove, swapping out and doing a trove draft. One box does actually support six players, just so you know. Six players, four packs each? Yeah. Mm. Four packs. I guess I might have to find some more players then. And uh, depending on what your price per pack works out to, I mean, like if it's, 10 bucks a pack then that's only 30 bucks or four, excuse me 40 bucks i can do math yeah that's uh, for each player i think it's uh what did i work it out to today it was about 275 or something like that after taxes for the box yes all right let's jump in okay go ahead let's jump in we've got right off the bat we've got work together the greatest card Pongo, which I'm hoping is not actually the greatest card in this pack. 
because Pongo is phenomenal. Uh, hey, hey, freeze, stolen scimitar, one of Charles' personal favorites, fire the cannons, Chief Tui, Prince Philip, mm-hmm. smash, and the first card is a rare. It is Hades, Lord of the Underworld. Nice. That's not a bad one. The next card is a super rare. It is Mm -hmm. Mickey Mouse, Artful Rogue. (laughs) It's a card on the rise. Yeah, yeah. And the last card is another super rare. Mickey Mouse, Wayward Sorcerer, Foil, which I would be so excited if this wasn't a starter deck card. Fair, fair. But uh, still a decent card. You know, it's... Far from your worst pack. Definitely far from the worst pack. I mean, I don't mind the Artful Rogue. I actually have it in a deck that I'm currently running. So, I think it's actually the one card that I'm taking out of the deck I'm currently running, though, because, I mean, I'm not trying to stop my opponent from questing. Yeah, I don't think Artful Rogue is definitely... He's pretty much unplayable in the first chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think he might be playable chapter two. I almost wish that he had one more lore because that would almost make it more worthwhile. Just, well, uh, yeah. But he doesn't. No. No, he doesn't. I don't think he needs one more lore to be worthwhile. We just need better actions to play. Fair enough. And more of them. Let's go Chief Tui and Hey Hey. Okay. And basically, I'm just going to aim to make a deck that's all support. So. You don't want all support. Well, not all support, but a vast, (laughs) vast, vast amount of support. Okay. Support, support. So we'll have your best friend Phil in there. Oh, Maximus Palace Horse, my personal favorite. Hey, hey, Chief Tui. It's tough because I almost like Merlin better than Chief Tui. Like the thing that Chief Tui has going for him is that he has three lore. Because Merlin's a three four, and it's like you're gaining three either way. Chief Tui's a three six. Mm-hmm. But you're gaining mm-hmm. three lore out of the Chief Tui. So that's why he's three more expensive ink. Words are tough. Um, but yeah, you throw those those in there for your support. And then essentially what you're going to do is I like throwing in Grammatolas whenever you have something with support. You know, you got your Scepter of Arendale, you've got your, your Tui or whatever, your Felicides. Uh, and... Mm-hmm. You just swing Gramatala into something because when it hits the field, most people are like, yeah, go ahead, take your one lore. I'm not going to give you extra ink. And you're like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Phil's going to quest and Gramatala's going to swing at you as a little 4-1 glass cannon. And so as that's going to get bigger and bigger and as it also compounds, because, you know, if you have Phil and you know, Merlin on the field. Now she's a seven one on turn five. And I'm sure your opponent's not happy to see a seven one swinging in and giving you lore. I mean, they probably don't care because they don't have anything with seven willpower, but carry yeah. on. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I've done it a couple times with like the scepter and Gramatala and people are just like, oh, crap, I forgot about that. And it works out pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that. The tough part is like a lot of the amber isn't really isn't really aiming to be swinging. So you're going to have to do most of your swinging with uh, Sapphire. Because as of it, as it is right now, like if you had Cobra Bubbles five, nine, you're making him an 11 or whatever with. With the supports. You know, yeah, Mm -hmm. goofy for 10 or for nine and you're dropping a Cobra Bubbles and just questing and using support to take it out. But uh, as the first set goes. There's not much that you're swinging other than uh, maybe like a Simba. Like I said, the Gramatala. But at the same time, like, I think I found the only, only, the only problem right now with this so far. And that's the fact that both of those ink colors don't really have big swingers. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I'm going to pass that on to you, Charles. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even remember what cards you opened. Uh, I'm going to build the Artful Rogue deck. Okay. But I'm not going to build it for three more weeks because it needs cards from set two. <laughs> Copping out, are you? But we'll play a lot of the Emerald discard stuff and we'll play that new oh what was the character's name uh bell bookworm mm-hmm. and we'll have maybe even the daisy duck i'm not sure nice uh, but we also will for sure have the uh, sudden chill we'll have the prince john We'll have the bell in Archer. Um, the I feel like there's a big one I'm missing. You know, we'll probably mix it with Amber for the uh, You Have Forgotten Me. Flynn Rider? Uh, yeah, I mean, Flynn Rider, sure, sure, sure. Um. But yeah, just kind of a discard thing with the Prince John. And then. Yeah. And then late game, I can play actions. Oh, where's that one action that was like. You get to draw a card. It did something. Oh, yeah. Hypnotize. That's the one I was trying to think of. Mm. Each opponent chooses and discards a card and draw a card. Important. I want actions that say draw a card. Yeah. So I'll probably also play Amethyst just for friends on the other side and some other draw abilities. But um, hopefully we get some more actions from them that draw cards. Because I'll need to draw cards, but trigger the Artful Rogue to stop my opponent from questing in case they have anything out. Mm -hmm. And I'll just 
quest to win the game. Yeah. Mm. Nice. That's what my deck will do. It'll quest and I'll win the game. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a running thing that your deck deck does repeatedly. You can take it to the bank. If they quest, you will win. Yeah. No, I do really want to build a emerald discard deck. I'm probably gonna like try to build it with multiplayer in mind, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be fun. Hmm. Play Bell and then play the. Um, well, no, that would be more a single player idea, actually. And say so the you... only problem with the Bell Bookworm and the uh, Bell Archer. Is that they're both uninkable, but you want to shift one bell into the other. Well, are those our only bells? Oh. Other than like sapphire and stuff like that. I think sapphire is the only other one. Uh, yeah. Inventive and in, inventive engineer. Well, and strange but special, but yeah. But you're not shifting uh, a strange but special. No, no, you're not. I'm still holding out hope that we get another bell. In Emerald. Yeah. Because shifting on top of Bookworm really sucks because you need the Bookworm after Bell Hidden Archer has done her thing. Yeah, it almost feels like Hidden Archer should be the cheaper of the two. Well, no, the ability is way too strong to be cheaper. Yeah, but I mean, like, you want her out before the other Bell. That's why, that's how we know we're getting another Bell. That's what I'm telling you. Mm. It's coming. Southern Bell. We got three Basils, and we're getting three Bells. Okay, okay. I was actually going to uh, start... I was going to see if you wanted to start a new wager. I had one for no uh, Chapter 3. And I it have was no wagers. What, <laughs> what princess do you think is going to be the most prominent princess in Chapter 3? No. <laughs> I haven't given you the two packs I owe you from three <laughs> months ago. I will wager nothing. But if you don't wager, you can't win. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I thought I had I'm him okay. there. No. No, I'm not a gambling addict. I'm good. <laughs> we should move on to rate this card. I want to know what you think of Pinocchio Star Attraction. Uh, Pinocchio Star Attraction is... Two cost uninkable, one, 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 three lore. Oh, no, I know. Oh, okay. He's okay. he's Maleficent who's drank his milk. You know, he costs a little bit more for yeah. one extra lore. Mm-hmm. That's essentially all you're getting out of him is one one lore because he's Yeah. You know. Are you a big Maleficent fan? I'm actually I'm a Lilo fan. I don't play mm-hmm. Maleficent in anything yet. Right. But uh It's not really the right ink for it. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, it's uh it's kind of tough. I'm also a very big Pinocchio fan. Okay. I mean, I've got a Jiminy Cricket tattoo on my shoulder. <laughs> so I what's wrong with like this it. artwork? I'm sure you're going to say, "Oh, his eyebrow isn't right." No, actually, I love this artwork. Um that's the tough nope. thing, like it's it's really well done artwork. Uh, I'm 
I mean, playability, if you're a person who's playing Amethyst, are you going to throw down a Maleficent for two lore and immediately follow it up with a Pinocchio for three lore and have nothing to protect them for, like... If you hate your life? Yeah, you know? Like, oh, yeah, you gained <laughs> two, and then you followed it up by gaining three. You're a quarter of the way there, but just get ready because I'm going to have to slow you down now. Yeah. Um. I yeah, I don't know. I, I really... I like the artwork. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm, like, almost... I almost want to give it a five. I think the only thing that's holding me back from wanting to fully give it a five is I like seeing the little hidden Mickeys. And I've become so accustomed that I'm like, throw a hidden Mickey in there and have good art. Boom, you got me. But you don't see ah, it. You know what? What are you talking about? The one like right by his finger by the rope hanging down, the little string hanging down, the sideways no. Mickey hat. No, you're messing with me. There's no hidden Mickey on here. Yeah, you're right. i was gonna say i've been scanning this photo looking for it um 4.8 okay basically a five almost there i love it Ah, i want to give it a five uh 4.8 playability i mean if you can make it work good on you but two-ish yeah it's not phenomenal it's not it's not terrible, but like the whole idea behind the Lilo is, you know, you throw down Lilo, she's questing for two. Your next turn, you're throwing down Simba. And if you're lucky enough to maybe draw one jump ahead and have a Maximus in your hand, you're throwing down a Maximus. Whereas this, it's like, what are you protecting this with? You've got nothing to protect this. Yeah, I figured you'd give it a two, maybe even a one. No, can't. I can't. Because I know you're going to come in and say something. I almost gave it a three. Because I was like, I can see. He's scared. I can see that there's a reason why people will like this. However, if you don't have something to protect it, and there's no one cost bodyguards. So, two. You're oblivious. I'm oblivious to what? This is an easy four out of five. (laughs) Ah. Every time I hear you say, I want to hear what you think of this card, I know it's a trap. (laughs) And on my turn, I'll play this trap card face down. (laughs) (laughs) Your turn, Yugi. Oh, wait, that is Yugi. (laughs) Your turn, Yugi. Um, This is three lore on a two-cost character. We've never seen anything like it. Uh, I mean, you're guaranteed to get three. Well, you're not guaranteed to get three. They could remove it with a fire the cannons or whatever. Yep. But this is easily protected in Amethyst. And that is because this is the premier card to bounce back to your hand. When you're thinking about these cards that want to bounce stuff back to your hand, these Madame Mims of different stuff, different versions of Madame Mim. Mm Mm-hmm. You want the character you bounce back to your hand to be cheap, ideally one cost, but you're not going to get anything out of a one cost as much as a two cost. You might get an ETB, like an Enter's playability mm-hmm. on a two cost. Now, this one doesn't actually have an ETB, but what it has is I quest for three lore, and then I play something that bounces it back to my hand, and now I can play it again later 
and get another three lore out of it. Okay. Um, so that's why it's a really good card. Uh, being able to pay two for three lore is a very strong ability. I'm a big fan. Told you it was a trap. I can't help that you didn't see that it was a good card. Can I? What am I supposed to do? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe nobody likes Pinocchio Star Attraction. But and I do I've think... Already, I've already forgotten about Mims. That's so... You got me there. Uh, I do think... Or Arthur. You were praising Arthur last week. Whenever he quests, you bounce Pinocchio back to your hand. Mm. Dang, that's five lore right there. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah, turn two, you play Pinocchio. Turn three, you play Arthur. I guess you can't quest with him that turn, so maybe you don't turn use your three, Pinocchio yet. Yeah, turn two, you play Pinocchio. Turn three, you play Arthur. Turn, turn four, four, you, you play Madam Mim after questing Pinocchio. And look at that, well, profit. We're in the money. You could even play Madam Mim and Merlin Squirrel. You could bounce back the Pinocchio, play him again. Yep. Bounce back the Merlin next turn. Who knows? You just keep bouncing cards all the time. Just bounce, bounce, bounce. You could also kind of mix Pinocchio with like a Ruby, and you've got the the shield to ready him, and you've got LeFou to ready him. Mm-hmm. You know, and just kind of play around it that way. Um. So, I, no, I think Pinocchio is a good card. Okay. I think he'll be worth a good 10 bucks probably. Okay, okay. Uh, For the artwork. So yeah, four out of five for playability. You can't just slot them into a deck, so I can't quite give them a five. Um, but for the artwork, I think it's really good artwork. I give it a five. Love the strings hanging down. Just being on stage, doing doing a show. It's a good time. Love you can see the little like woodwork in his legs. Um, what card do you got for us, Ben? All right. Well, mine's not a trap card. I've got Donald Duck Deep Sea Diver for you. Okay, why do you want to talk about him? Donald Duck Deep Sea Diver is the five cost inkables, six strength, five willpower, who dreamborn hero in steel, who quests for one. It's a common card, but the real reason I want to talk about this card is purely for the art. Okay, go ahead. And that's it. Um, I mean, five cost, six, five, one lore. It's okay. It swings pretty good. Doesn't have rush like a nice little Maui that I know does. You know, a little reckless rush Maui. Yeah, but this one can quest. It can quest. That's about all it's got. Um, for one. The biggest thing for me <laughs> is you get to see the return of Nicholas Cole doing his artwork. And I think that once again, he's shown that he's got skill. And this is absolutely beautiful art. Uh, I love the diving suit that Donald's got on with the little built-in flashlight on the wrist. And I love that. Obviously, I'm assuming that Robinsberger said, "Hey, you got to throw this Mickey Mouse or this Minnie Mouse card in the background here." But well, yeah, yeah I, I'm I, sure he knew about the flavor text. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I love the, you've got your typical in the background shadow there. You can see that there's, you know, on the right side of it, you've got a bunch of kind of squarish looking rocks as you usually do in steel. But then on the left side, it's like you've got this swirl of bubbles coming from underneath his little water jetpack that he's got on. And it looks mm -hmm. like you've got fish or something coming down to swim away from them as they're coming in. And just the color from like the bottom left corner of the white from the bubbles and essentially, I guess, foam. Um, and it just goes up and gets kind of lighter into like this nice turquoise color. And then it gets darker and darker as it gets further away. But you've got that nice little beam of light right in the middle of the top of the card. But I love that. I just love the shading on this card as well as just the artwork in general. Uh, five out of five for art. I love it. It's a common card. I'm happy to see that I get to see it frequently. Playability, two. Probably not going to use it that often. I mean, you can use it to sing, grab your swords. Yeehaw. Yeah, I mean, you can say that about any character that costs five or more, though. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah, I think it's a one out of five for playability. Um, just don't think you're going to see this in any deck. Art, I'm not as in love as you are. I do think his suit looks cool, but just the background, eh, it's meh for me. It's a three out of five. Hmm. Hmm. Looks like we got an art hater over here. <laughs> It's it's a fine piece of art. It's just not I'm not a hater. I'm not calling for Nicholas Cole to be burned at the stake or anything. Yeah, who would do that about any artist? Yeah. Um, it's just I mean, I get it's an underwater picture. I just wish there was more like pops of color. It's just various shades of blue and black essentially. Okay, okay. But that's just what he's going for. It's fine. It's just not for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The next card I wanted to talk about is Basil Great Mouse Detective. You know, typically cards that, like, characters that can draw you cards. Very good. He's also got three lore. But the only if you shift them. And the cards that you can shift off of them don't impress me that much either. I just can't get too excited about this character. I can't give a character that could draw you two cards. You know, like, I can't give it a one, but I'm going to give it a two. Uh, as for the artwork, it's a four out of five. I think his suit is really cool. Um, No. Nope, it's a <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> I thought you were going down the way you hummed there. No, the stopter majigger thing that he's put together is really cool. And what turned it to a five for me is that the clearing in the clouds is the silhouette of his face. It's a mouse detective Whoa. in the clouds. That's Got a him, hidden ladies. mouse detective. <laughs> it's a hidden mouse detective. Um, I didn't Dang. see it until I said, eh, no, actually, that yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, so, yeah. 
It's a five out of five. Really well done. Um, I'm confused a little bit what's going on with this hat. It's not currently attached to his head at all. Is it about to fly away? Is it attached to the helicopter? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know what's going on? But no, I think it's really cool. According to them, he's supposed to be looking for items. Looks like he's already found some really cool items. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is the Floodborne version, so. Yeah, I do wish, God, even a 3-5 stat line, I'd feel a little bit better about him. Just the 3-4 with 3 lore. It's, it's difficult for me. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, Ben? Uh, well, right off the bat, I'm just going to agree with you on art. That's a five. Is it because of the hidden mouse detective? It's the hidden mouse detective for me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, it's like a four-ish. And then as soon as you brought that up, I was like, yeah. It's also the fact that this helicopter looks like it runs on some sort of like, I don't know if it's solar energy or something that he's got going on there. I don't know. He's quite the mouse. It runs on ink energy, man. Ooh. Even more impressed. I like that it looks like a big, um, I don't know what you call them, oil tower. Like this, this yeah. is one yeah, that you yeah. always see in like Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? um, at least in the cartoons, I've never been to Texas, so I can't, I can't judge on that. But uh, yeah, I'll say that's a five. I like it. And playability. For me, I like it when the shift is saving me. And it makes sense, like, you know, the fact that he's a a six cost and the thing that you can shift him from is a four or a two. I'm like, it costs five to shift, you know, you're you're essentially paying seven. You might as well have just paid the uh, six. Well, but but you're doing it on two different. I'd say that's true of most shifts that you don't. You don't always get like a one for one. No, no. Some some you get a bit of a discount. But this one has a reason not to discount. Yeah, yeah, it's costing you one extra, you know? But you're also gaining two cards. So, personally, I like it. I'm just going to say three, though. I'm saying it, it's, it's got a place, but it doesn't have a place in my deck. It's tough because I also like the Mrs. Judson that goes with like, you know, it seems like you've got a lot of these uh, Sapphire cards that are like, hey, start shifting because it, it's rewarding. Start healing. It's rewarding. Yeah. It's just easier said than done sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's my that's my biggest quip with it is that I've thrown so many cards in my deck that have shift. And at the end of the day, I'm like, for example, Tinkerbell, I'm like, Tinkerbell, Tiny Technician, Inkwell, Giant Tank, play. Because I'm like, you know what? It's in my hand. I might as well turn it into ink. I'm going to play it. I have enough ink. I'm not going to play the Tiny Tactician wait a turn just so I can play the uh, Giant Fairy afterwards. You don't do that? What? 
you know, play the tiny technician and then play the other one afterwards? If I've got a giant fairy in my hand and I've got five ink on the board and I draw and it's a tiny tactician, it's going into the inkwell. Hmm. I don't know. I, I like the shift particularly with that character because then you can challenge with it right away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the deck that I'm currently playing, I usually have a aerial on the field. And it's like, grab your swords, grab your swords, giant fairy, goodbye. Apparently Ben always has grab your swords in his hand. Dude, it's ridiculous. I don't know if I have them like somehow stuffed up my sleeve while I'm playing games, but I've had it where I've drawn four grab your swords in a game before. And the person's like, really? And I'm like, I can't help it, man. I played three aerials. I'm just sifting through my deck looking for songs. You know, I still haven't built that deck. I haven't put it together once. I like love it. Steel Amber. Uh, I don't have. I have a Steel Amber bodyguard deck, but it's doesn't have. It's a budget deck, so it doesn't have any of the expensive cards. Ah. Uh, um, so it's not like any of the Steel Amber that you'd be playing. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say I don't have the uh, the fancy cards that I should have for it. Should probably get on that like we're already about to have the second set and you still have your first set cards mm-hmm. you might want all three of those boxes listen here the plan is to buy one box and buy the rest of the singles i'm hoping the market gets so flooded that these prices start dropping to a reasonable price for some cardboard assuming it's readily available how many boxes of the rise of the floodborne do you want how many do i want yeah um i actually just put in a pre-order oh well, how many did you order uh i ordered the one that comes with the two starter decks and i believe one regular and a trove i haven't heard any of my stores talking about the package with starter decks i don't know what that's about yeah um so sorry uh run it by me again i kind of just, just like two I, I might have said three i don't remember it was a couple days ago mm. so mm. three boxes and a couple troves yeah so almost four boxes that's fair. yeah yeah you know i'm not trying to go as full blown as i did before i'd like to have six or eight i don't think i'm gonna get six to eight certainly not at release uh my pre-order dreams have been smashed repeatedly. <laughs> hey, man, you let me know. And uh, I've only talked to one store. I still have to talk to two other stores tomorrow. So I'm if not you want to come Canadian up here, prices. If you want to come up here to Canada. No, no, no. I don't want why? to pay Canadian prices. Your dollar is 37 cents stronger than ours. Anyways, one thing I did want to get into. Um, mm. Local LGS. Mm-hmm on their discord asked if somebody had left a Lorcana pin there and sheepishly i said how do we come across these Lorcana pins just wondering if they were you know doing doing league mm-hmm. nights or what was going on because i hadn't really heard too too much about league from mm-hmm. the store and they said swing on in come by and see me and uh they said because they haven't had that many league and because there's not that much product and because it's so hard to get people coming into the store because it's not being handled very well. Let's I, uh, give you some pins. 
they gave me a bunch of promo cards. Oh, a bunch a of promo cards. A bunch of promo cards and a pin. What's a bunch of promo cards? Elaborate. I got three Detective Mickeys. Oh, wow. Two Yzmas and two Hey Hey's. So, what I'm going to do here, I've already got three of each. Or not three of each, I've already got one of each, sorry. And I only need one of each. And I know there's some people out there that would love to be able to get their hands on some of these promo cards. And I'm not going to bogart them for myself. So here's what okay. I'm doing. The okay. other day, as we've uh, kind of alluded to before, uh, we ended up getting multiple... Well, sorry, they were sent to me. Charles likes to bring that up. Multiple packs from uh, Dragon Shield. Multiple boxes. And inside those boxes were sleeves and playmats. And so I'd like to do a giveaway of sleeves and playmats. So if anybody out there wants some Dragon Shield sleeves, they are art sleeves. Uh, They are... We have got, we've got Truth, 100 mat dual sleeves. We've got Justice, 100 mat dual sleeves. And we've got Halloween 2023, 100 brushed art sleeves. Oh. And along along with those Halloween sleeves came a Halloween 2023 playmat and tube. So if anybody out there wants to get their hands on some sleeves, playmat, some promo cards, what else can I throw in there? You know what? I also got some sleeves recently from uh, Ultimate Guard, and I'll throw in some of those sleeves as well. So what we're going to do is, Mm -hmm. if you go on Twitter, or X, or whatever you want to call it now, and you Mm -hmm. tell us what card you are most looking forward to from the next chapter the rise of the floodborne chapter or which card you would like to see in the next chapter and throw in Mm -hmm. at the very end of this uh this post hashtag overexerted giveaway Mm -hmm. you'll be entered to win i'm going to do multiple draws and i'm going to go in order and i'm going to ask you what you want and you just tell me what, what what you want out of the giveaway you know, I might give a couple items away to a couple different people, but uh, yeah, we're just going to go in order. I'm going to give away sleeves. I'm going to give away promo cards and we're going to give away play mat. So, yeah, just tell us okay. what card you're most excited for for chapter two. Throw up the uh, hashtag overexerted giveaway. If you don't have Twitter, which I know some people don't. And you are in the Lorcana HQ discord or by the time this episode releases. We will have up the overexerted Lorcana Discord. If well, you better in, give them the link. If you're in there, if you're in um, Lorcana HQ, either one of those, message us. Let us know the same thing, and we'll enter you into the draw as well. So, well, now hold on. Give away some now stuff. Hold on. What? What? How are you going to tell people that they can? That we're going to have a Discord live by the time this episode goes live and not then provide the link for people to join. Provide the link? Oh, I'm just going to put the link in the show notes. Okay. That's okay. how. 
That's how I'm going to do it. And proving that I am on top of this, the draw will be done on the episode that releases on Tuesday, November 14th. I'm thinking ahead of time this time. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> messed that one up. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want sleeves, if you want promo cards, if you want the mat, just do one of those things. Do both of them. Are you offering them. international shipping? You know what? I'm going to be a nice guy. I'll even allow this, not just to Canadians, I'll even open this up to Americans. Okay. So, Europeans? Uh, I can't do Europeans. I, I'm Australians? sorry. I'm sorry. I can't do anything <laughs> that's going to cost me $50 <laughs> plus in shipping for a, a box of yeah. sleeves. No, no, no. Yeah, I tease, I tease. I mean, if you want to pay for the shipping, if you're anywhere in Europe, feel free. I'll ship them to you. But I feel like you're better off just picking them up from your LGS. Well, there you have it, folks. Enter to win. You can get League Play promos, Dragon Shield sleeves, uh, a playmat. Some Ultimate Guard Katana sleeves as well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now you're just throwing in stuff? No, no, I'll throw in I'll throw in like a pack or two of the Ultimate Guard katanas. Okay. We also had community questions cuz although the Discord is in the works, we do have a couple people in there helping us uh get it built up. Uh first question comes from AJ. He asks, "What strategy teased or release do you want them to expand on? IE more brooms for Mickey Sorcerer, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Interesting question. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know what to say after that. (laughs) That was my answer. Interesting question. No, um, excuse me. Yeah, that's a good question. I'd like to see, I mean, you mentioned brooms. Would definitely like to see another broom character. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see more um triggers for shift, like things that respond for you playing floodborne characters. Ooh, that's a good one. Here I was just going with the easy answer. I wanted more uh benefits for healing. Okay. As a person who used to play white and magic. You know, I want I want some benefits for throwing up some health on my uh, teammates. <laughs> uh, AJ, this one might be a tough one for you, Charles. He asked, what is your favorite Blink-182 song or album? We were actually talking about Blink-182 earlier today, so he wants to know what's your favorite song or album. Uh, what's my age again? Oh, okay. Okay. This is a tough one for me because I've been listening to a lot of the new album over and over and over again. And uh, I know I'm going to catch some flack for this one. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can go with it. I was going to go with uh, I'm I miss you, but. I think I'm going to go with Reckless Abandon. I, I recently <laughs> okay, saw okay. them in concert 
I don't and they, know. Uh, they did a fun little take on Reckless Abandon at the opening lyrics, and I uh, I loved it. And it was a great concert. If you have a chance to see them in concert, check them out. Nice. That's my, my shameless plug for Blink-182. Because I'm sure they really need it. And the next question we have is coming from Vi. And the question is, what song would you like to see added in a future set and why is it eye to eye from the Goofy movie? <laughs> Been a long time since I watched the Goofy movie. I haven't rewatched that one since I was a kid. Um, the only scene that stands out to me is when they're stuck in the car trying to like eat the <laughs> can of soup with their oh, heater vent. So good. I don't know why that sticks out to me, but it's the, it's the one memory I have of that movie. Um, but I'll go with it. Goofy movie's great. Let's go eye to eye. I'm kind of like, I'm going to say I'm still here, which is uh, Jim Hawkins' theme from Treasure Planet. I actually listen to that song quite frequently. Uh, It's tough because I also listen to Eye to Eye, One Jump Ahead, and uh, what's it called now? I guess actually the song I should say is... We don't talk about Bruno. Oh, no. We haven't seen any of that movie franchise in here yet. Um, I'm going to say Stand Out, which is also from the Goofy movie, or I'm Still mm -hmm. Here from Treasure Planet. Okay. Because we already have one jump, so. Yeah. All right, so with that, I'm just going to say thank you for tuning in and venturing out with us on this magical journey. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at OverexertedCast. Have a great week, and we hope you'll join us again soon. Have a great week, everyone.